The Youth Hour For the Youth By the Youth On 91.3 FM Stereo Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the Youth Hour Learning to Lead. Um, in studio, we have some important guests in studio, and their names are Hashim, Nasiruddin, and as well as Fahri Clayton. Um, they recently returned from the UK, and they will be sharing their experiences with regards to the event that took place on the 6th and the 7th of June, as well as sharing other programs lined up in the future. Assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. In the UK, it was an event that took place called the UK Trek, right? It was called actually the Three Peaks okay. Challenge. Okay, so um, tell us a bit about the event and what is it all about? Uh, what uh, Muslimans does, uh, they select for certain uh, projects that they want to raise funds for, and uh, they selected uh, the orphans of Sub-Saharan Africa and the okay. needy children, and they organized uh, two separate events. One event was for the Three Peaks, one per week, and okay. then they had a 24-hour challenge, which was supposed to have taken place over the weekend of the 6th and the 7th of June. Uh, we, Fakhri and myself, we managed to get onto that program uh, for the 6th and the 7th of okay. June, which is three peaks, which we needed to complete in 24 hours. That was the actual challenge that was put to us. Um, we were the, th- the only the two of us from South Africa, and okay. there were 20 from the UK that participated. Well, okay. So, um, share some of the experiences that happened on the three peaks. I think the first experience uh, that we had was to meet different people, especially from UK. And it's the first time we've actually met these people. And you actually tend to make lifelong friends in meeting them as well. And it's quite a nice experience because you get to experience their culture, the countryside, and how they do things on that side. Okay. So what you're saying is that during your experiences, you kind of made new friends and kind yeah. kind of learned what they were all about. Yeah, and you've actually visited the country as well. Oh. And now you, you basically we got to see three countries in a matter of two days. Wow, okay. So when and where was this event taking place? The first, um, the 24 hours started in Ben Nevis, that's in Scotland. Okay. And um, thereafter you travel to England, you travel down to England. And from England you go to Wales, which is Snowdon in Wales. So you have to do all three within a 24-hour period, including the transporting between the peaks as well. Mm. Wow, okay. So if this is something that's been going on for a few years, is there any other programs that will be going on in the near future? Okay, if I can just come in quickly. Yes. Um, They've never done the three peaks as they've done it this year. Okay. Uh, They've only done Snowdonia, which is in Wales, uh, for the last five to six years. Um, this year they wanted to do something different, okay. so they included Ben, uh, ben Nevis and Scaffold Pike. And then they also brought in the Three Peaks Challenge. Um, and this is with basically what they've done for this, uh, for this event. Going forward, um, they've got a very, very important event, and I've spoken to them at length about it. It's the Great Wall of China. Um, okay. I've done it before, but this time they've, th- they've done some research to find out where there's a bigger need uh, yes. in, in the whole world and then they did and what they came up uh, with the title of the the one for china is called mothers for afghanistan they've done research to find out what happens when mothers become pregnant and they give birth 
to the children. Um, and I found out that in Afghanistan, one out of 11 mothers die when they give childbirth. Wow. Um, if we look at UK, it's one out of 6,700. Uh, Niger's one in 16. So there's a big need to educate and provide uh, medication, you know, for these mothers and the newborn children. Mm. So that this is what uh, the Great Wall of China is about. Um, that's one of the events that they're doing. Then in December, uh, the China one is in August. December, they're going to do Kilimanjaro again. Uh, it will be the sixth year that they do okay. Kilimanjaro. They haven't decided what the it would be for, for that the course. Okay. Yeah. But then also tomorrow, and which I find extremely interesting, and it's something that I wish it could happen in South Africa, um, they've got a walk for Syria. Um, what they do is they start at 6 o'clock in the evening okay. and they finish at Maghrib and then okay. they have a large iftar as part of uh, this event. Wow, um, okay. And what they ask uh, the participants there is to bring in 100 pounds. So the participants collect 100 pounds and that is the donation and uh, that would go, go towards uh, the Syria uh, children and, and so on. And... Um, Obviously, obviously, the iftar is included, but they do it in, in seven different cities, oh, okay. uh, starting from tomorrow then for the next three weeks on a Saturday and a Sunday. So they'll go, they select parks, and it's a five-kilometer walk wow, okay. that the people do just before Maghrib, which you know, I find so interesting. They did the same event last year, and they managed to raise 200,000 pounds, which wow. is almost four million rand in our currency uh, because of the willingness and of the people to assist uh, and participate in the event that's organized by Muslims. Wow, that's amazing. So for those who want to take part in this event, um, can you just confirm the details about it? And is it open to the public? The UK one, it's open to the public okay. there, obviously, but it's impossible for us to participate in it because we're down here. But I'd like something similar to happen in South Africa, you know, where we can do it. Okay, it's winter now, so it makes it a little bit more yes. difficult. Um, but it's something that we can maybe going forward, you know, look into, and which we're going to speak to the representatives of Muslims here in in Cape Town. Okay, so should I? I mean, um, these these events that you've been taking part in, what is the total cause? Is there one particular cause, or as you were mentioning, there's a whole lot of different causes, or where the money will be going to? Yeah. So for the one that you did, was what was the um, initiative that got? The like fundraising that was for the orphans of sub-Saharan Africa, okay, uh, and the needy children. Last year, when they did Kilimanjaro, uh, Fakhri myself did Kilimanjaro last year. That was for the children of Gaza again, uh, you know, with medical needs and so on. Um, so that's where that money went to. And we've seen video clippings where they actually went to Lebanon to hand out food parcels wow. and medication mm. to the children. Wow, that's amazing. And then last year, I went to end of by. What was the idea of getting to do these challenges in trying to help people in different parts of the world? Yeah, it's basically that you, you don't sit back and watch other people do it. So yeah, you, you're putting this, your, your body to a challenge as well. So you're actively helping people in terms of medical needs, food and those stuff, and you're not sitting back. So I think it's pushing your body to help other people as well. Is there anything else for you? Yeah, it's from us. I believe that I'm the conduit for people to give sadaka, zakah, and lila for them to get the benefit and just channeling it through us, you know. Wow, okay. Um, and then, so do Muslim hands handpick people to do it or do you do it out of your own? 
No, you you basically do it out of your own. Okay. So, I mean, there just needs to be awareness of the different projects that Muslim Mans does run and how you can participate in it as well. Okay, shukran. Okay, so having mentioned that uh, you do it out of your own, and as Sarah has said, so the two of you, what made you decide that you want to partake in this current event that already took place? What, what, what did the thought come about? Was it something that you thought about, okay, I think I should do this, or was there the desire to want to do this? Um, for myself, I, I saw the ad about three years, four years ago with China, yes. and I did China at that time, and then I got sort of because I could see what they actually all about because we you meet the representative because Muslim Hands has got uh, about 40 they you know representative in, in the different countries um, so you meet them and they'll tell you what they've done with the money that comes their way I mean the, the one of the greatest stories that I've heard was they did the cataract operations in China the year yeah. before we were there and there was a grandmother that saw a grandchild for the first time wow. Wow. but this grandchild was 26 years old mm. now you know and this is a type of thing and you know there are a lot of people that just give sadaqah but yeah. for us it's a different thing we actually do a lot of training yes. it's a lot of effort that goes and it's more you know for us it's you know you can't explain actually the feeling mm. when you participate and see actually the outcome because we get feedback we can see the results it's not where money gets collected you don't know what happens to it and we have seen it because you know in, especially in Tanzania where there's a masjid where Muslim is involved every year we go there you can see how the progress have made in the completion of the masjid as well it's amazing okay and from your side well, you basically look at the news and you see everything that's going on in the world and <laughs> you always sit and what can you do to help? Yes. It's easy just to give money. It's easy to give money over to charity or to anybody. Or, but to be actively involved in something like this and to see the progress that, that has been made from year to year, it's just an amazing feeling. So it makes you want to do ev something over and over again. Okay, definitely. But shukran so much for the two of you for taking time out to speak to us more on this great event that would, that did take place. And also, I want to wish you all of the best for future, inshallah. Shukran. Afwan. Awalaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Okay, and that there was our guests, and they were speaking about the UK marathon that they did that took place on the 6th and the 7th. And if you do want to part uh, partake, or maybe you do want to participate, then you're almost welcome to, uh, you know, Give them a call with regards to if you want to participate. The numbers will be downstairs at reception for you as well. And I mean, it's I've got about less than you can say three minutes left to the program. And something that I just want to highlight with you, it's uh, something that is going to be taking place on the 27th, inshallah, uh, on Youth Hour. And this is a book reading that's going to be done by myself, which is uh, from my sister's lips. And this is by Naima B. Robert. So just in basic overview or brief overview as to what this book is all about. It's covered from head to toe with only her eyes visible. The sight of a Muslim woman on a Western city street really fails to provoke a strong reaction. Now, feelings of shock, horror, repulsion, or even fear are not uncommon. But have you ever wondered who it is behind that veil? What her life is really like? And how her hopes and aspirations differs from yours? So if you are interested in this book reading, then do stay tuned for next week, inshallah, where I will be sharing this book reading with you. And this is by Naima B. Robert. And this is called From My Sister's Lips. But from myself, Yasmina Peterson. And me, Sarah Abrams. I would you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The Youth Hour. For the youth. By the youth. On 91.3 FM Stereo.